You're listening to an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts. Hi, my name is Mick, and you are listening to a Chirp artist interview. I am on the line with Jesse of metalcore band Era. Getting into your new album, which drops in March, uh, you have a self-titled album coming out, your fifth overall. Why wait until your fifth full-length album to release a self-titled album? I don't know. It just like felt, just kind of felt right um, is about the extent of it. There's a lot of like fresh sort of sounds that I feel like for us anyways, I sent over like a long list of potential names to the guys. And I don't know. I just kind of like, as like an afterthought, I was just like, or we could just self-title it um and everyone was into the idea and i I think for any other record we'd released previously it probably wouldn't have gone over as well as it did just i think it just kind of indicated us that there's something particularly special about this one that everyone was willing to just like easily just be like yes that's the best (laughs) the best idea for this record all the aesthetic uh is a kind of a bit of an a a bit of a rebrand um to some degree just the art and all the aesthetics around that are kind of simplified and then that coupled with the record just being self-titled, it, it always kind of serves to elevate the record, just to elevate the music, I should say. Yeah. So what uh, what prompted the the rebrand for you guys? Like you have sort of a more geometrical, more streamlined sort of aesthetic for your album art, for the singles at least. What, what prompted yeah. the rebrand? We've been kind of like sticking to pretty consistent formula for uh, our four previous records and... We like the formula. I think everyone reaches a point like this, like in their career to where it's just like, you just, you kind of just need some kind of refresher to keep the blood flowing, to keep it fun. It just felt right. I mean, like I, I know that's not like a super satisfactory answer, but it's kind of the best one I can provide. It just like intuitively, it just felt like we all were on the same page. Like this is the one, like this one's special. We don't want it to totally fall in with everything else we've done because in, in our minds it stands out. So everything that we do around the music should stand out as well. So, and it certainly does uh, both aesthetically and in the way that it sounds and, and in the title It all, it all, it's, it's all in place to serve the same principle. Do you mind if we dig into some of the themes of the album? The visionary sure. seems to have a very timely message about how we're all, reliant on technology right now. And um, even though technology promises to connect us, it seems like it's more than ever sort of pulling us apart. Does that, does that seem to be sort of an accurate interpretation of that song? Yeah, very accurate. One thing we always like to point out when we talk about this song is that it's, it's meant to be a bit tongue in cheek because, you know, it's kind of a, a ridiculous thing <laughs> to like to uh criticize use of iphones because i mean we obviously use our iphones all the time so it's, it's just as much a message to ourselves as anyone else it isn't meant to be like preachy or taken too seriously because we we're complicit the the theme discussed we definitely take seriously but ju- just the, just the the lyrics themselves like they're just an example small black screens are your only god now like that lyric's kind of ridiculous to us, you know, (laughs) like it felt appropriate and it's like a nice roadmap to sort of kind of help you understand the rest of the song. Like some of the, some of the lyrics in the song that are not quite so on the nose. And that was something we did a lot with this record is we, we would write these songs with like pretty 
intricate themes, deep themes. And um, we would have those lines that are just like pretty simple and straightforward and on the nose to kind of just like give you a roadmap to understand some of the more like technical lines. Ultimately, it's not meant to be a preachy song. It's just like, a, this is what it is. Like, this is what's happening. Like, it is polarizing us. And just to be aware of it, I've just noticed in myself the way being aware of it has factored into me using it less, relying on it less when I'm in need of a distraction and just kind of trying to like create new new mental patterns to just kind of focus on the moment and um, deal with whatever it is to not just wake up in the morning with anxiety and then pick up my phone and start looking at Instagram. It's like the worst thing that I could do if I wake up feeling anxious. I did that this morning, by the way. So, you know, <laughs> completely complicit. Yeah. Do you feel like this is like a good message for people of all ages? Or do you think that this is like specifically a message that people in their late twenties and early thirties need to hear? I think it's totally applicable to anyone. Yeah. As far maybe, maybe like the age that I'm at, like I, I can't really like, be sure um, about that. But I feel like this stuff ramped up for me as I kind of crossed the line of, of 25. That's when things kind of started to like take a bit of a shift, but that could just be a personal thing. I don't know. Up to this point, I think in my early twenties, there was, I had a lot of distraction. I didn't really have to like think about this kind of thing, but you know, like 2020 pandemic and you, you got to kind of go deeper. I, I like, I, I and, and it's, I think, I think a lot of people have over the course of all this. I think those people are going to come out in a pretty good spot and I feel myself in a much better spot than I was a year ago just uh you gotta kind of like stick up for your brain you gotta kind of stick up for yourself with your uh with your new record this is your first one for unified right yeah um what made you decide to make the switch to unified from Sumerian Sumerian has a pretty good track record for releasing metalcore records and alternative metal records what made you decide to make the jump for this release? We like Sumerian. I mean, we still have a good relationship with uh, everyone over there. Just boring, typical things that happen with bands. I mean, you fulfill a contract and then you explore other options. And sometimes where you were at was your best option and you resign. There's really not much to it like beyond that. Um, it. No, not really. I mean, we're kind of like, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty simple band. It's just like, there's this deal and there's this deal and we like that one and that's kind of that's kind of just how it went down certainly i could get into the the nuanced details of why we made that decision versus that one but it's it's probably not very interesting to be honest like, <laughs> to explore that they're but they're both great labels like we've loved our experience on unified so far like it's been a really great experience what do you hope people take away from your new self-titled record what sort of messages do you hope they sort of take to heart i don't think that i really have a message i want them to take if someone does, if, if someone like hears a song like Divisionary and they actually want to put down their phones more because of it, that's awesome. I, I, I love to hear it, but um, it's definitely not something I expect. We're just guys. Like, I don't, I don't feel like we have like a, a, a grandiose voice in telling someone through our lyrics, like how they're supposed to live or be happy. It's, this is our experience. And we're just trying to be as honest about that as possible. And if people are receptive to that, obviously that's amazing. And I, and I love to go on tour and like go to the merch table and talk to people and like hear that from them and hear that they were receptive to those things, to those feelings that we had, like they can relate to what we were feeling when we were writing the lyrics and it all makes sense. Like, I mean, like Divisionary, I mean, you nailed it. Like you knew exactly what the song was about. If they just hear it and they're just like, this is a cool record and it's heavy and I like the riffs and I don't care about the lyrics. That's awesome too. Um, yeah. I have records like that. And then I have others where the lyrics like really do mean a lot to me. I can say that we put a lot of effort into the lyrics and uh, there, there is a lot of content there that 
I'm really proud of. But ultimately, I want people to just take from it whatever they want to take from it. Right, right. And most of all, enjoy it. Yeah. And, and, and even that, like, if you don't enjoy it, like, that's cool too. How long did it take you to record, uh, to write and record this album? Was this uh, was this more than a year or? It's really hard to say because I'm always writing and sometimes I'll take recycled songs or riffs from, you know, two years prior. Like, like there's riffs on the record that I that I started writing the beginning of 2018. But as far as like really digging in, it was probably more like over the course of 2019. The bulk of the composition was done probably over the course of like six months of just like me being home and that being my sole priority while we weren't touring. Did you, did you do much recording during the, during the pandemic? No. Um, our last day in the studio was the day the state of emergency was declared. We finished right on time, which was very f- fortunate for us because the studio we were at closed the day after we finished. So luckily we, were, we didn't have to go back and finish later. Do you have any special planned events for the release of the album that don't include touring? Not currently. Certainly makes it like less exciting when you're rolling out a record. Like it's, it's really cool when you're rolling out a record while you're touring. Cause then you, I mean, obvious reasons, but yeah, just being able to physically see the reaction and the energy, like we can look at numbers now we can see our Spotify numbers growing and that's exciting, but it's obviously more exciting when you can physically see that, that guy who is <laughs> contributing to your Spotify numbers and you can watch him and like make eye contact with him. That's a little bit, a little bit more special. Right. He buys the record. He buys the t-shirt, shakes your hand. Yeah. Sings the lyrics. Yeah. That's uh, I miss totally. it. If you can't tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really can. This has been Nick with trip radio talking with Jesse cash of era. Thanks again for joining me today. Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. This has been an artist interview from Chirp Radio. You can find more interviews at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.